There's only one. <laughs> On air with Brandon Atkins. Music is all I need. Um, she is the Aussie pop star that is just on an upward trajectory at the moment. I'm loving every single one of her tunes that she pumps out. Her latest one is called Midnight. Huge mood. Uh, I'm talking about the one, the only Chase Zara. Zooming in now. Hello, my friend. Long time, no chat. I know. It's been way too long and I'm very happy that we're back, Chani. Oh, I know. You're like one of my nearest and dearest. Um, you're one of my favourites. Um, I love you to bits. And so you releasing new music is just, oh, I, I am so excited. I know you've okay. also got a new EP coming out as well. Um, we'll touch base on that a little bit later. But let's get into Midnight because I feel like for you, Chase, this is this kind of a different sort of angle for you musically compared to Supernova and Jealous, which were your previous two tracks. Um, yeah. So... Why Why the change of sound for this one? This seems a bit more stripped back for you. Um, yeah, I mean, that's interesting because I thought Jealous, I see Jealous as much more stripped back mm. than Midnight. And for me, Midnight was kind of uh, somewhere between Supernova and Jealous. But um, with, with Midnight, I was kind of like the the lyrical content and the idea of the song came before the production. Like we were like, this is what we want to write a song about. We got some words down. We were just like writing down all these lyric ideas in a notebook before we'd even started, like before we'd even opened the session. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought what would suit the lyrics best is to go down kind of this like mysterious, sultry, sexy kind of production that is like high energy but also has like a lot of dynamic changes where like in the mm. verses my voice can really shine and you can really hear what I'm saying mm. but then in the choruses it's like oh it's a big dance party because ultimately the song is about a night out and never wanting to leave the club but I had these really intricate lyrics in the verses that I wanted to shine through and not be covered by too much production so that's kind of like how I wanted to approach the production but I mean it's still in that disco pop realm but yeah it's um it's a little bit more sly I think rather than just like big disco party <laughs> I like the word sly but it's funny you say yeah, that because I dog. when I first heard the song I the first thought I had was wow I can really hear your voice really sort of come through it's, it's it really pops out to me as opposed to say the last two tracks um but yeah, it's just, I think this is a, it's a different vibe for you and it's a vibe that I actually dig. But also on top of that, it actually shows how versatile you are um, with your music and your sound um, where you can go some sort of, you know, from the likes of Supernova and Jealous to a track like this where it's very Dua Lipa infused. Not only that, God, I feel like I'm saying that quite a bit in this interview. Um, you know, I feel like <laughs> the vibe that I see, like I'm just looking at a picture of your, um, uh, yeah, the song cover now that we've seen on, you know, Spotify and Apple Music and whatnot. It is a very sort of a 90s vibe that's just sort of, it's, it's screaming at me um, and I'm all for it uh, just quietly. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm glad you like it. And what sort of inspired um, that 90s look? Talk to me. Is it, a 90s, I, is, it, is it a 90s look you're going after here? I don't really tie my looks to specific um, periods of time. I guess like my music is a very big combination 
of inspiration from the 70s, 90s and early 2000s mm. because the 70s is sort of the disco inspiration of and course. then the 90s and 2000s is the like Kylie Minogue, Sophia Ellis Baxter kind of more modern pop inspiration oh, and I, I blend the two. Yeah, but I think my, in terms of the styling, like it's funny how people interpret it differently. Some people say that that cover looks really 60s because of my... Um, my wig that I'm wearing and some people look at just the costume and think oh 90s and it's it's kind of I love that because I I'm like wanting it to be a blend of all these different periods of time and different genres kind of coming together and you hear like oh those disco strings sound like they're from the 70s but that synth sounds like it's very modern electronic mm. music and stuff like that so I think like my approach to styling is just wanting to do like really cool character driven things. It's just like, I really think this color suits this song. And I say to my stylist, I want to wear something like this or I'll say, this is a really sultry song. So for, for midnight, I want like a bodysuit and I want it to be kind of dark palettes. So it starts there and then, you know, together we come up with the creative direction for the shoots and what we want that to look like and what the, the character is, I guess, that I see as the like protagonist of the song, and then we build the looks from there. So I'm not, I didn't go into it saying, oh, I want it to look 90s or I want it to look 60s, but I yeah. think that because I'm naturally inspired by certain, you know, periods of time that just comes out, and probably same for Millie, my stylist, when we're working mm. together, you know, in fashion throughout time without even noticing, and then it comes out like I had a lot of people say, oh. Poison Ivy and um, this and that. Someone else said something that was like a cartoon. And I was like, I didn't have any of these in my head when I was doing it, but I look <laughs> at the references that they're talking about and I'm like, I see it. So yeah, I think that's the cool thing about like involving yourself as a character in your cover art because people can like look at it and have so many different comments on what they, or like ways of interpreting what they think that is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool. I, you really stuck, a, uh, you really stuck, uh, one of your things that you said there was, you know, you associate colors with the way you want to either look or sound. And it's funny you say that. And I don't know if I've mentioned to you, because you and I have spoken quite a bit over the time. Um, I actually look back on life and I'll look back, you know, last year, year before, whatever. And I actually associate certain times of my life with colors. I don't know why that is. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like, hypothetically, I will look back at, say, um june 2016 um which i remember i was at uni at the time and i don't know why but i associate that with like a sort of like a, per a, a like a real sort of a, a deep purple sort of color i don't know why but it's just the midnight color the midnight exactly the midnight <laughs> mm, color yeah. but yeah it's that's interesting thing i don't do that but i um i actually had this discussion with friends recently about like okay you're in school you've got like maths english its history what color do you associate those with and we had this huge yeah. debate and we were like okay what color is other days of the week what color are these numbers and we were like saying what we what comes to mind in terms of color association with certain things that aren't colored mm. and it was really fascinating to see what different people thought like i was like thursday is a hundred percent purple thursday's purple monday's red like having these and I don't know where that comes from, but I, I bring that into my music. I'll write a song and I'm like, I know visually what I want to do with this, whether it's like 
just a one color or a color palette or like whether it's really bright colors or dark and I think that's why when you say like versatility it's because I'm not trying to put all of my music into one basket and make it all look the same I'm like I treat individual songs as individual works of uh, or like of projects mm. and I'm like oh I'm not like I have to make this bright because that'll time with supernova and that like I think I just sort of do whatever feels right for that song and yeah because it's my voice and everything tying it all in it still has cohesion but yeah I try to really like think of the creative stuff like very specific to each song rather than as an entire brand I guess you know every time you and I speak I I love hearing how how your brilliant smart you know creative mind works and how oh. and how you <laughs> and how you execute certain things and like hearing that it just Wow, I, I got goosebumps. You can't see it. I'm wearing a jacket. Oh, but I, I, got goosebumps I can see. Since, I can so. see. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 go deeper into midnight. Um, it is a song about you know just you know having fun, uh, you know a night out, clubbing. Um, where did the origins for this song start? Was it sort of like were you out you know one night and you just sort of were in this mood? Well, talk to me. What happened there? Yeah, I mean I. My favorite thing on a night out is like, you know, everyone has their perfect idea of a night out. Some people love like the pub and sitting and chatting at the pub. Yeah. Other people love like, like what I love on a night out, as much as I love connecting with people. It's getting a kebab afterwards. Well, that's absolutely it. But I didn't write the song about that part. I think there's too many songs about late night kebabs, you know. Um, but for me, the best night is when I'm like on the dance floor, not talking to anyone, just like dancing all night. And that's kind of when I feel most like freed or happy or I don't know. Um, not to say I don't love going out and chatting with people and I love making new friends and stuff, but that's that's just my like comfort zone is being on a dance floor, listening to songs, my favorite songs being transitioned into each other and getting very excited about it. <laughs> so there was a specific night that I had out at Pushtoff in Sydney. And it was a night like that where honestly for just like five hours, I was with all my best friends on the dance floor, singing and dancing along to songs. And we weren't like, there was no drama. There was no like, deep dnms going on sitting in the couch in the corner it was just everyone vibing and having a really good time like <laughs> i think i got home at 6 a.m like i had glitter wow. on me and the next day i think or maybe it was two days later because surely the next day i was like dead to the world yeah but surely not a couple days later is when i had this session with xavier dunn and scott and we were writing this song and i was like i just i had such an amazing experience and just felt like so so comfortable in my own skin and felt really happy on this night out and met some incredible people and like just heard all my favorite songs and I really want to put that feeling into a song so it was like a specific night that it was written about but I think that I've felt that multiple times on different nights out since so it started with the inspiration from a night out but I try to like have that feeling on nights out whenever I can. So it's kind of like a, it's just based on any night out where it's like a really good time or spontaneous or yeah, you're having a good time. So it's, it's just about going out in general really and living it up. That is the vibe that, excuse me, that is the vibe that I get from this song. It just, it's like this carefree factor uh, in this mm -hmm. where 
you know, like you could be, you could be suffering. I don't want to say suffering, but like something could be going on in your life. You know, you might be stressed about something. Um, you know, you might be having a fight with someone. I don't care. Whatever. Something bad. This is where, you know, three minutes of your night can be just sort of, you know, the, the, everything just escapes. You know, it's just you yeah. just owning that dance floor and we love it so much. You're totally right. And like, that's the thing is when I... I want my shows and my songs also to be a form of escapism for people. Like I want them to be able to go out and be on the dance floor at my show and be like in their own little world and not worrying about what's happening yesterday or tomorrow or whatever. It's just like they're in the moment. So And people cool are. And that's the thing, people mm. are. And I don't think you realise this, or maybe you do, um, but I, I, I you have a you have a cult following. Um where People no, but people are people are driven to your music um, in a way that you know they know that listening to a dose of Chase Zera will actually you know escape make them escape from the the harsh realities of life, even if it's for you know yeah, I mean that's part one three minute song, you know? yeah, yeah. No, it's really nice, and that's the thing is like I was writing a song about that feeling. And hopefully people will listen to my song and also have that feeling. So it's like, you know. And it's and it's just, it's done beautifully. Like, as I said at the top of the interview, I get a very Dua Lipa vibe off this. Um, is that something you were channeling here? You know what? I was actually, I specifically remember channeling Gwen Stefani in this song for some Oof, reason. Gwen. And I don't, I don't know if it was the phrasing of the lyrics or the way that I was trying to sing. Like I think in the chorus, um, I, I specifically said to myself, like with this song, I really, not just this song, but this whole EP, I was like, I really want to push myself more with my vocals because I feel like a lot of the time when I hear myself in a vocal booth, I, I pull back from the microphone a bit or I get self-conscious hearing myself loud in my ears. And mm. I was like, I really want to, like use my voice to its full potential. So this was the first song that I recorded on the EP that was like kind of making that pact with myself that I would bring out a, a part of my voice that I haven't before in my songs. And I got in the recording booth and I just was like, I'm breathing so much air into this song and trying to really like use all of the power within me and my within my chest to sing this. And, and there was something about in the chorus when I say midnight and the way that I was singing it just kind of for some reason reminded me of Gwen Stefani. I'm not saying I sound like Gwen Stefani, but there was just something in, in her vocal technique that kind of brought that, like was easier for me to channel that because I was like, oh, just think of how Gwen would sing it. So that it was actually a Gwen Stefani thing. But um, I mean, Dua Lipa also is like a, she's, she's also someone who, makes really energetic disco pop music and wears brilliant costumes and is always like um, incorporating style into her music. So she's a big inspiration for me as well. And that's how I got to Dua Lipa was, you know, the fact that, yeah, there was this sort of, oh, what was it? What, like, I'm trying to think of the word. My, 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 I'm so tired. I don't know if you can see it. I've got, I've got deep bags under my eyes. Um, but there is a certain energy of Dua in there. But the fact that you brought up Gwen, and as you were talking then, 
I was listening, like I, I'm listening, but I'm just sort of picturing, I'm humming the song in the back of my head and I'm just sort of, you know, thinking, fuck, that actually does sound like Gwen. I can see, I can hear Gwen in this now. And, you know, compare yourself to Gwen Stefani, I would run with that because you are an icon of Australian music yourself. Just run with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she's not, she's someone who I'm like, I've always been like a massive fan on, but I, I fan of, but I haven't, really like referenced her songs in a session of being like, I want to um, really use this as a reference or whatever. Mm. It was the first time, you know, I've, I've had a lot of like Kylie and Jamiroquai and Kei Trinata and yes. like Lady Gaga and stuff. But I, I, it was the first time that I'd sort of really channeled my inner Gwen Stefani for this song. So it was like, when you say, oh, it's different. It's like, maybe that's why is because I lean on different references and inspiration from other artists for like each of my songs and the outcome of it probably does depend on who I'm like channeling. <laughs> I think it's great. Like I, uh, this is my favorite track that you have done. Um, and, and I say that about every track you do because <laughs> everything you do, it's like you set a benchmark for yourself and then you get to that benchmark. You're like, no, I can do better. And then you go one up and then you, you, you achieve that and you just keep going and going and going. Um, so you're, this is a real testament to your capabilities, Chase, and you should, oh, be, thank really, you. And you should be really proud of this. Um, and I know you've mentioned you've got an EP coming out as well, um, which is super exciting. This is your yeah. second or third EP? I think it's your third, isn't it? Second. Second. There you go. Okay. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah, I am very excited. It's kind of, it's really exciting having a body of work because you know, figuring out how you want to tie everything together. And like when I did a photo shoot for all the cover art and press shots and stuff, it was like, I got to wear all these costumes in one day and change all my <laughs> hair and makeup looks. Usually for singles, you do, you spread them out over a of long course, period of absolutely, time. Absolutely. Yeah. Literally got to just play dress ups for like 12 hours on set. And it's really fun because um, it's, yeah, it's like, I don't know, I guess the equivalent of instead of writing a few paragraphs, it's like releasing a book. It's like for an artist, yeah. if you're releasing a body of work with a few songs, that's those few songs could be like over a year of very, very hard work, a lot of investment, a lot of, you know, love and vulnerability put into that. And in this case, it has taken me, like, you know, um, I guess pretty much... A, a year or more to bring all of these songs together and decide what I wanted to put on the EP and how to name them and order them and all that. So mm. yeah, it's, um, it's a, it's a scary thing, but it's also really exciting because it, it has been such a fun experience, like putting it all together and deciding that I wanted to put it in an EP rather than just releasing them individually. And I feel like you perfectly timed this too. I don't know when you plan on doing this, you're dropping this EP, but I know your previous one dropped nearly two years ago. I think it was like October, November, 2019, 2020-ish. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. so I know it, so it's yeah. kind of, yes, it was 2020, because I remember seeing you at the Watson's Bay Hotel. That's how I found, like, discovered you and fell in love with you. Yes, DJing, um, yeah. That's it. So. Um, yeah, does it feel nice, like, this whole two-year journey where your music style has changed a little bit and you, you, you sort of, you're broadening your sound a little bit? What's the experience been like that you look back over the last two years? Um, look, I think, like, there's really something to be said about the, there's a lot of challenges that come with being an independent artist and I have been independent since um, 2021. So the last two years, it really has been, like, 
I'm my own creative director, financial director. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> you know, I, I obviously have a lot of amazing creatives that I bring on to do all of the visual stuff and the music stuff, like producers, photographers, like other songwriters I work with, stylists, mm. like, but I, at the end of the day, am responsible for all of them and responsible for the release and what it looks like and how it sounds. And I think I'm, yeah, I do feel proud of that, of that, like, I have, it, it's kind of like my own little business or brand or um, baby, let's say. And um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a wild ride. It's a, a lot, a lot goes into behind the scenes of, you know, a, an artist releases a song and you listen to it for three, three and a half minutes. And behind that three and a half minutes, there's like a wealth of experience and memories and like probably challenges and all of that. So yeah, um, times that by five and that's the EP. So um, yeah, the the last two years, I think the best thing has just been working with so many different people and really like discovering myself as well and going on nights out and stuff like that and learning about myself and like all my songs that are in this EP are about experiences and memories and I, I think like I listen back and it's almost like a diary of the last two years <laughs> so that's a really cool thing um, but yeah I think like I don't try to go from release to release going I want this one to be better or perform better than the last or be mm. you know Obviously, I want to keep like bettering myself as an artist, but I just want each release to be different and in its own world. So I'm kind of like, you know, rather than trying to be better than the last time, I just want to be keep keep finding new ways to be unique, I guess. And can I say as a music connoisseur myself, um, someone that someone that I you know loves music that critiques music that enjoys and immerses himself around music and as someone that has followed your journey for quite a long time and I, yes. call, and, I and I call a dear friend you're one of my closest friends I have to say I am so proud of you um, the way that you have grown um, musically uh, and the way that it has paid off for you and it's paid dividends in the last last two years, albeit through, you know, all these lockdowns and, you know, shit that's gone on in the world. Um, you are just, and I say this every time, your career is on an upward trajectory and I just, your benchmarks, you just, you keep breaking them every time. And to see you, you know, about to drop your second EP, just loving life and creating music, which, you know, we can all have a boogie to and, you know, yeah. it's just, I, I am proud of you, Chase. I really am. Thank you so much. No, it really means the world. It means a lot. Well, we cannot wait for the new EP. It is on the way soon. Uh, you know, just you know, keep your ears close. It's it's coming very soon. Uh, check out Chase Zero's new track, Midnight, available now on Spotify, Apple Music. Give her a follow on the socials as well at Chase Zera. It is always a delight to chat to you, my friend. I love our chats immensely. Me too. Me too. Ditto. Thank you oh. for having me. Here we go. Now listen. On air with Brandon Atkins.